Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Tsall, the co-founder, coming at you live for the best little parenting show on the internet. I hope everyone is doing incredible this evening. Of course, I want to plug these books real quick. Brian's book, From Fear to Love. The best place to get this book is at feartolovebook.com. We also have this incredible workbook to couple along with this. The workbook is available in print, in print, like just like this on Amazon, but we have it available as an ebook on our website, postinstitute.com. And then also Brian's book, The Great Behavior Breakdown, which I had an incredible conversation today with some folks in our social media team. And if you hadn't noticed, do you see this? I got my new little microphone because it should help with the sound quality for when we convert our Facebook Live into our podcasts. And I also have this highfalutin camera that is going to be set up and I'm going to have a little vignette. I think they call that vignette setup so that I'll have a little live studio right here at home, which will be awesome. So we're going to be able to bring more content, better quality, and I have an incredible team. I feel like I'm going to cry. It's been one of those kind of days. Holy Moses, what a freaking day. <sighs> Let me just breathe it in for a minute. Hey, Colleen from Cloverdale. Thanks for saying hi. Anybody else want to say hi? That'd be awesome as I'm just like pausing. I'm like, this is like the biggest pause I've had all day and it's all been really good. So, you know, the month of January um, one, there's something really beautiful about the first of the year. And I know we've started off the first of the year here working on setting goals, our parenting goals. Um, but what you don't know is that behind the scenes at the Post Institute, we've really been we're in a place uh, where we've got some really good support to help build the quality of our content and the team that I have. I'm so blessed because I've watched them help other people grow that are within my immediate community and they are helping me nail it down. We're going to actually uh, pre-plan, which literally I'm like, oh my God, I've never like, honestly, when we get up and do Facebook live, most of the time it's literally off the cuff because we've been doing this for so long. We just pull up the phone and start talking. And so we're actually going to get some structure, some format. Um, one of the things we are going to be doing though, is I'm going to be cutting the post daily dose in time. So it's going to be short, succinct to the point, literally the best little parenting show on the internet. So you guys are going to notice a big change in format and then we're going to segment out and call it double dose. And so I'm not sure if it's going to be weekly or every two weeks. I'm not sure how frequent it's going to be, but it's going to be a 15 to 30 minute diving deeper. So I just want to let you guys know, give you the heads up that we're looking at um, February being uh, when we really kick off some of the things that are going to be changing. And I think it's going to be changing for the better for all of you. And then for people who really want to be able to dive in deeper, we'll have the double dose. And then for people who really want to get to a place where we're walking it out with you, then we're going to have our book studies as an option. And also we're going to be making some changes in the two, new parenting revolution, which is going to create more relationship at that platform. So that I'm really looking forward to. 
I'm really looking forward to having opportunities to really be able to serve there. And the only way I can do that is if we do things a little different in other places. So that's how we're going to be mixing it up and changing it up. Now, that's enough of that. I want to talk about my topic tonight. I had the coolest conversation with a person who's, hey, Megan from Canada in the house watching. Awesome. Carrie, thank you for saying hi. Lisa, thank you for your encouragement and support in terms of making those changes in the Levolution. Mwah. Thank you for being such a supporter and for being a friend. Um, getting to know you through doing book study together. I mean, there have been different people who popped in and now like, I don't know, just it feels really good. So today I had a conversation with Kelly Belt who is going to be helping me. She um, runs many of the book study groups and she's going to be helping me do some things in the Levolution. She's helping me brainstorm a lot of this, but our brainstorming segment of our meeting today was about an hour, but we also spent probably one of the most beautiful hours before that just talking about our children um, and talking about things like really getting our finger on the pulse of some things and wrapping our brains around it very differently than we ever have. Um, so funny, so up in Messenger, somebody's messaging Allison asking if Brian's doing okay. So let me just address that now too. Brian is doing very well um, and it's awesome. Um, he's actually, so I'm gonna let you guys in on a little secret. He's working on an app. He's doing a lot of other things. He's got the wraparound program in California. He's got a couple of new businesses he's starting. If you don't know Brian, he is a passionate um, advocate for appropriate care and nurturing of children who've come from tough places, whether that be by teaching parents or teaching professionals. It is a passion in his heart. And he is also... Um, he also has a great passion for any businesses that are helping the world and helping people get better, feel better, wellness-related businesses. And he's also extremely passionate about the people who have poured into him their talents and gifts over the years and helping them not just build for him, you know, with their passions and talents, but also to build businesses for themselves. So he has a lot of different things that he is doing right now. And one of them is he is working on an app for parents and professionals. It'll feel sort of like having Brian post in your pocket. Um, and so if you're not a part of the new parenting revolution, those people are going to be our beta testers. So they're going to be the first people to have their hands on this app. We're hoping to roll it out in March. And one of the coolest things is that his daughter, Michaela, is spearheading that project. So we've got a ton going on. So that answers what's going on with Brian. That answers a lot of other stuff about what we got coming up and what we've got percolating and how changes are going to take place. But there's this one little thing that, that happened today that I want to talk to you about from the world of parenting and a professional lens for children who come from tough places. And... There's so many things that came out of it. It's probably going to end up being this whole big other piece of things that come. But what we talked about, we talked about different aspects of development. We talked about how the world has, um, you know, there, there's certain elements that help us understand the physical maturation of our children and whether or not there are any delays in their physical development or whether there are any the term is developmental disabilities 
These are disabilities that come at birth, developmental disabilities. So there could be physical developmental disabilities. There may be cognitive developmental disabilities. But the whole thing that's being missed, the whole thing that's being missed is emotional development, understanding the emotional regulatory system and understanding the development of it and understanding that a person can have emotional developmental disabilities. It's so important for us to understand that. It's so important for the world to understand that. You wouldn't look at my daughter who's mobile by wheelchair and say, get up out of that chair and run across that room. You wouldn't do it. No person in their right mind would do it. And yet, for children with emotional developmental disabilities, we sometimes are demanding that they do things that they just can't do, that they're just doing their best at. Sorry, it's been a long day. <laughs> and this is really, it's a really big piece of my heart because um, what happens when we don't wrap our brain around that is we end up doing things that leave our kids feeling like shit. Feeling like shit about themselves and then feeling like shit about the world. Jacqueline says, can you explain that more? Okay, so um, I am not as well versed as Brian is at this, at being able to explain the brain structures of the emotional regulatory system. The emotional regulatory system is our components there are components within the brain, physical components in your brain, like your amygdala, your orbital frontal cortex, your hypothalamus. These are all important structures, just like a finger. Like if you don't have a finger or if your finger, if you're born and your finger is disjointed or formed in a way that makes it impossible to hold your pencil, you would visually see that in a child and be able to help make accommodations for them so that they could function in the world in spite of the fact that their finger was malformed at birth. The emotional regulatory system is the same. It is as physical as a finger. It is as physical as a leg. And there are malformations that the, the world of science is trying to teach us and help us understand that it's not just will and it's not just, it's not, I mean, this is a part of it, trauma and the impact of trauma and how that trauma can be stored in the brainstem, literally in the brainstem, in the form of chemicals, in the form of neuropathways. So think of it, instead of thinking of it as like something that's imaginary, think of it as something that is like a physical thing. And when we think of it from that perspective, I think it will help us be able to understand the hurdles that our children are trying to climb over. So in thinking about that, I'm just going to go like, I need to be able to, this needs to be an in-depth, this will be a double dose, talking about... <laughs> the emotional regulatory system, the different components of the emotional regulatory system and what each component does and how they all work together. We'll have that conversation in a double dose. One of the things that I talked about today with Kelly that was so profound, though, was sensory, the, the process that all 
um, God, I apologize. All infants go through, and even the process in the womb, where we start developing the emotional regulatory system is developing, but also the sensory integration processes that infants go through. And it came about as we were just we were talking about. So her daughter was. Um, was born in Ethiopia and she spent some early years in, in an orphanage. And it led us to start talking about how, like you think about a child who comes from your womb. And so there's, you have, there's all this knowledge of one another, a level of intimate knowledge of one another that gets passed down through even through the hormones that the mother is experiencing during pregnancy it helps the baby's brain develop to be prepared for that world it helps the baby have an intimate knowing of what is to come an implicit knowing of what is to come once they are out of the womb this is for the purpose of survival now once we're out of the womb <laughs> there are so many things that we are not taking into account when we think about how infants integrate information from every sensory pathway, from every element of their being, from every cell of their being, they are taking in information about how the world operates. You think about like, let's just talk about the idea of how you put your baby in the car in a baby seat and you take him into the grocery store and you put him in that little basket in the grocery store in their baby seat and then you walk around through the store and because you're present and you're calm and you're talking and you're engaged with your baby while you're in that environment, you're helping that environment become safe because of your presence and through the process. So that's just one tiny little thought. Then you think about a child who's not had that or who had that differently or who had that in a different culture or who had that in a different culture that didn't have the store. And then you bring the person into your world and have this idea that they're just gonna jump off into being in school or being able to go to the store with you and it not be a big deal. <laughs> There's a lot there, isn't it? There's a lot there. There is a lot to take into consideration when we think about all that child development, all that human development entails. And I'm only bringing this up, I'm only laying this out because we get into a really big rush. Like, so as we were talking, like, it was like the whole, yeah, and first grade's coming right around the corner. And, you know, we barely even made it through this. And how is she going to jump off into that? <sighs> like, slow it all down. It's amazing. You know, that word resilient is an incredible word. And I don't ever want to misuse it because I think it can imply, oh, they're resilient. Don't worry about it. So just keep throwing them out there. Just keep throwing them out there. They'll catch on. But at what cost? 
at what cost? Yeah, they may catch on, but at what cost? At the cost of feeling like crap about yourself because you don't understand anything. Like the things that are going on around you are just like, I'm just kind of faking it till I'm making it and I'm never feeling like I'm making it. So I feel like I'm always faking it. Yeah, I'm never feeling like I really fit in. Like I never, like the world is this puzzle and I'm a piece of the puzzle and somehow I'm supposed to feel like I fit in and that fitting in I think really comes from one, that womb piece that, and so there's that piece that kids who come from adoption and foster care, they owe that feeling of not being in sync is a present thing that nobody talks about. Can we give them permission to talk about it? Can we normalize? Like, I always hate that word. There's two words I've come to like loathe and that is toxic because it says nothing except yuck. You could say yuck for as well as calling something a toxic environment, a toxic relationship. Like it tells you nothing about it. We need to get, we need to get back to explaining what does that mean exactly. We've come to just lather that out like it somehow has meaning to us. And then <laughs> there was another one. I don't even remember why I just said. Oh my gosh, I'm normalizing. But let's talk about what would it mean to normalize the idea that adoption is really complex. We've tried to really make it simple and we've tried to make it something that um, by trying to simplify it, hey, Joni, by trying to simplify it, I think we've done an injustice to both adoptive parents and children who have been adopted. We've, we've, We've just not taken into account all that we're really trying to do. And it's a big deal. It's like uh, in the 16-week course that we offer, I remember Brian having a conversation with the mom. We were using this, this terminology like blueprints. What are your parenting blueprints? And Brian's saying, oh my God, I just realized that I'm over here trying to help you build a parenting castle but your parenting blueprints are barely even a shack. So it's true for all of us. Like what we're asking in this growth spurt of having this compassion and understanding and this level of patience is asking so much. And while we're asking for our kids in terms of being able to feel like they're a part of a family where... They don't have, like, they don't feel like that. Like, they're trying hard to feel like that. But, like, getting that locked into them and their being is so difficult. And then we're asking them then to leap off into these things that other people are leaping into from a place of security and a secure foundation that our kids just, you know, they don't have that yet. Because what that takes and what that entails is so multifaceted and multidimensional that we really have to pause, take long pauses. That doesn't, it's like, I don't feel like life ever gives us enough time to pause long enough to really take that all in to like the brevity of what it is that we're doing, right? So like just to ask what, when I say, you know, emotional regulation, that there are building blocks to the emotional regulatory system that we have not broken down and we need to do that. We need for people to understand the benefits of rocking a child, 
the benefits of skin-to-skin -skin contact, the benefits of breastfeeding or bottle feeding and what's taking place in that interaction because I don't care how old your child is. Those are building blocks to the emotional regulatory system. Attachment and bonding, the two-way street, children attach, parents bond, that process has, is, those are fundamental building blocks to the development of the emotional regulatory system. And we, we, we seem to have forgotten that. We seem to have forgotten all the tiny little steps it takes to help children develop and mature. And the emotional regulatory system is one of the least understood and, and researched elements of human development. So there's a lot of education for us to find and there's a lot of work in the field of biology to help us understand it. So what we're going to do to help with that is we're going to be doing five minute Facebook post daily dose. So we're going to try to break these things into little bitty nugget bites. Any resources on helping teens with attachment? Yes, the Post Institute. <laughs> yes. You're at the right place. Our post-adoption resources center in Michigan, region five and six, started Teen Talk tonight. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, there's a lot I'm gonna need to read in these comments, so I'm gonna come back to it. I've been on already kind of a little bit longer than I wanted to. So we're gonna be breaking it down. We're gonna be starting offering like little, uh, in the New Parenting Revolution, um, that's our like most relational, most educational platform that we have. So we're going to start breaking down like every month. We're going to do topic specific. So we're going to start off each month with like a topical video, a short video, introducing the topic and talking about it. And then weekly, we're going to do weekly posts to dig into it a little deeper. Then at the end of the month, <coughs> we're going to do a Zoom that everybody can be a part of, that's in the Levolution. It will be, we'll do like a 30 minute or so educational piece and then we're gonna break up into smaller groups. We're gonna figure out the best way and it may be that we do it by age of your children or something. We'll figure out the logistics that work best and then we're gonna break up into smaller groups to be able to converse and talk about because here's what the, what the re other reality is. You can get all the information and knowledge in the world, but if you don't have someone that you're walking that out with, then it just becomes information in your head. It's very hard to integrate new information as a way of actual putting it into practice as changing in your home, changing your patterns in your home, if you're not literally walking it out through relationship, talking to people about it, like learn as if to teach, even teaching somebody else about it is going to help you integrate these concepts into your life. There were so many big questions, like some of the questions you guys posed are too big for us to talk about that right here. We need to be in relationship talking about it. Um, I do know, I don't know about for teens specific. I know at one point there was, but um, Jeanette Yaffe and the folks at the Cecilia Center I know that they have adult adoptee support groups and I think they may have some teen support groups. <clears throat> and I think it could be valuable for us to get in conversation about what that looks like because the reality is they can't be all things to all people, right? So we could take what they're doing and model some of that. 
Um, that's, you know, one of the things that Brian taught me was about generosity because we can't have a mindset that's like, oh, I've got this knowledge and I'm going to hold it over here and I'm going to charge everybody a dime to come hear what I say because this message has got to get out there, right? We've got to spread this because it's vast. It's not just some little, oh, quit spanking your kids and love them more. That's just one tiny little piece. It's just so, that's such a tiny little piece of trying to understand what it is that we're really trying to accomplish in helping our children get integrated into the world that they're in. I mean, I was talking to Brian's daughter, Michaela, yesterday. She just came out of being, uh, she's working on this app for us, but uh, literally the job right before that was she was working for child welfare, helping um, her role was in the world of reunification which is incredibly important. It's incredibly important that whenever possible, we keep families together. I mean, that's a big deal. It's a big deal for children whenever possible for us to build families so that they don't have to go into foster care or that they don't have to be adopted. They may go into foster care for a period of time and we rebuild the family so that they can come back and stay in their family of origin. It's so important that we understand all these different foundational elements of the importance of family. Um, but one of the things that we talked about was like, literally for many of those families, well, what, the system is asking them to do is to go from being like literally talking about like not even a shack for parenting blueprints to be able to jump up, have a job, get a car, get a home, be able to pay their bills, all things that are like, like lower middle class standard to go from like literally not functioning in that arena at all to the point that your children can't live with you anymore to being able to somehow magically be at least lower middle class, if not middle class in your standard of living. And so understanding that we're asking parents to do that in a world of trying to get their kids back. Well, at the same time, we're asking kids to go from living in that place where that was how they function and that was life as they knew it, that was all they knew and all they loved to somehow jumping into this other way of living, you know, so it's a big deal. I'm just wanting to tell you guys, it's a big deal. It's all a very big deal. It's all a very big deal. And I want us to stop and pause and come back to thinking about all the tiny little pieces. And I want, we're going to create platforms where we can learn together, where this can be re-listened to, where it can be repurposed but we're going to start breaking things down into little bitty nuggets that we can chew on and savor. Like tonight, I probably dumped out, I don't know, probably 30 different nuggets, right? Well, we want to stop doing that. I want to stop doing that and I want to start breaking it into tiny little pieces. And so hopefully people will follow along because it's going to be like that. It's going to be like, okay, tonight we're going to talk about this tiny little piece and this tiny little piece and this tiny little piece. And then our double doses will be where we go dive in deep. It's still going to be like created like a series where you listen and you follow along and you follow along and you follow along. So hopefully instead of it being like this kind of scatter shot and hopefully, you know, hopefully something sticks. We're going to start breaking it down and we're going to be more, we're going to be more regulated 
in how we present the information. Somebody said breadcrumbs. Yes, like little tiny, we're just going to do little tiny breadcrumbs. And what that's going to require of me is doing something different, which is going to mean planning. But the beauty of it is it's going to take a lot of stress off because I'm going to know in advance. It's all going to be mapped out. And the other benefit is going to be that other people can learn how to do the same thing I'm doing. Because the more people teaching this, the more people talking about it, creating like this whole culture, this whole community. And, I, you know, you could be getting it from here, here, and here, and here too. Because how I say it, it's going to be different than how somebody else says it. But we're going to just bring this all together to create this really amazing community where we're taking all these little breadcrumbs and following this trail to places that create more happiness, more joy, more healing, more people along the way to help you say, well, I tried this when this was going on and I tried that and this is how that happened. This is how, that you can gain more, um, more resources, more suggestions, more ideas, more things to try. And it's also going to help you feel more connected it's not so that way you're not like, I feel so behind, like I should know this stuff. No, what we're talking about over here, there just aren't that many people out there talking about it. So then you like, you know, you go to school and you feel like, you know, I'm lost. I don't know how to help my child. They don't know how my, they don't know how to help your child because this piece of emotional, the, the development of the emotional regulatory system, there's just not that many people who talk about it. There's just not. And so we're going to, we're going to talk about that. We're going to break it into tiny little steps. And we're going to see if we can crack some codes. Um, there was just, like, when Kelly and I were talking, it, you know, it was like things like realizing that her child, because her child grew up in a system, right, that her child probably didn't get those experiences of being able to toddle into the bathroom and explore and play and discover on her own. And then we realized, oh my God, we had this in common. You don't realize that sometimes the things that we think of as mischief that can be really frustrating. <laughs> well, those are also some of the most beautiful ways that children learn, right? So when they get into something and they're, you know, we want to create opportunities for them to get in and explore safely and in ways that's not going to like destroy your house because they still have that in them. They have that need. So I think about like with my daughter Marley being mobile by wheelchair, a lot of the same, like the vestibular experiences that other children have had, the exploratory experiences that kids have had, she didn't always get those because our home was not always accessible in that way. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. That's, that's part of physical, cognitive, and emotional maturation, all, you know, that exploratory phases, your kids really kind of need that. And so there was just all these different aha moments of realizing that there were amazing pieces that might have been missed in your child's life that you've not realized they missed it. You know, you didn't, you might not realize how much they missed in terms of all that exploration, all that nurturing, all that closeness there's so many different elements of child development and human development that we need to be teaching you all. So that's what we're going to do. That's what 2021 is going to be looking like for the Post Institute and for our team. And so along with that, I mean, there's 13 people watching and I know other people are and I know there's been comments and you guys have really hung in for a long time. But 
if you have special things that you want to hear about and you want to learn about, tell us because we want to be servants to meet the needs that you have. That's what our heart is being called to do. So if there are particular age development issues or behavioral challenges that you want us to speak to directly, let us know. We want to hear. And if you feel like this is beneficial to you and you're like, well, you know, I've got, I'm, you guys have friends, you know, like your friends, your other adoptive friends, your other friends who are foster parents or just your friends who are parents, because we want to go there too. We're going to be going there in some other avenues. And so I just want you to um, ask around or be like, hey, I know these people over here. They'll be glad to, to talk with you about that. Tell them, you know, write them, message them, send them, you know, follow them on Facebook um, and send them a message because it may not be this week that we talk about it, but we're going to be getting to it. So um, we want to have our finger on your pulse as well. This is all of this uh, is coming out of having our finger on the pulse of what we've been doing and kind of where it's taken us and what I really feel in my heart of hearts that we need to be doing. Hearing from other people outside of the bubble makes all the difference. When you can hear from other people outside of the bubble and they give you that feedback of, yeah, that's good, but what about? Then that can be really golden in realizing that there are tons of people that need to hear from us that aren't hearing this message. And so, um, thank you guys for letting me brain dump. Um, I feel like maybe there's something magical because I notice, you know, every night when I come on, I know we've got a core. So I don't always know who the core is. I can't always see the names of everybody there, but I feel like we have this core following and I rely on you guys as a core to be able to say, I think that this could be good and this could be good. So, you know, if you're part of the core here and you feel like you have some things, something to say, something to offer, something you think that I need to hear about um, so that we can help grow the Post Institute the way the world is needing it to be, then um, I want to hear from you guys. So thank you for being with me tonight. Thank you for being who you are in the lives of your personal community. Thank you for being who you are in the lives of your family. Um, I'm looking forward to you guys continuing to be co a core part of this growth and to sharing what your needs are and what you feel like the world needs because you're, you know, you're leading in your world. You're leading in your community. You lead on your personal Facebook page. You lead when you're interacting with your friends, your family. And so I want to be able to hear from you as people who are leaders within your own community, what you feel like the Post-Institute can do. Somebody said, get some good rest. I feel like I definitely need it. You can always tell when I'm super tired because I'm so like tangential and all over the place. Yeah, it's been a big, it's been a big week. I love you guys. I appreciate you all. Um, remember what Brian tells us in any moment. We can act out of those blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm. We can be super tangential as we're trying to figure out what our future plans are. <laughs> we can pause and we can take one to two to three deep breaths. We can know that some good rest is going to help. That there must be a divine plan in this because I have all these people coming offering to help. And so I'm super excited. So I'm going to take one to two to three deep breaths. 
I'm going to choose love. I'm going to choose faith. I'm going to choose believing that it doesn't all weigh on me because I know my heart is already knowing that there's going to be things coming where I won't be able to be here. And somebody, I need a plan B. That's one of the things we talked about. I need to train some people who get up and do the same thing I'm doing right now. And so maybe that's you. Maybe right now in this conversation, there's somebody out there saying, you know what? That could be me. So if that, if you feel that calling on your life, reach out to me. You know, let's, let's have the conversation because it can't always just me, me, and it can't always be just Brian. We have a whole community and you have something to offer. So that is it. I'm turning out. I'm saying goodbye. If you guys know me, if you've ever worked with me personally, you know, saying goodbye is the hardest part. Plus I'm from Oklahoma, the land of the long goodbye. Thank you so much.